Welcome back to the League Podcast. The regular season has come and gone, and there are six managers left in contention. Today's guests ain't them. We have the managers with the top two points scored this year, who are also the top two points scored against. The defending champ finishing in the cellar, and the commish wondering, if only I'd have been a little more crooked. We're joined today by Luke, Stevo, Brendan, and yours truly for our first ever What Went Wrong episode. You'll hear from each manager about their season as they name their highs and lows of the year, plus our segment for as we tee off against the playoff contenders. We'll wrap up the episode with our predictions on who will be the last man standing. Thanks for joining. Let's get started. Well, this oh, is the way to, to be here. <laughs> no, it's not. It sucks. Yeah, I was about to say. You can't it's say. good to see people I like. It's good to see you guys. Not good to be here. Not good. This is the episode that no one wanted to be on. Well, I mean... In a way, I mean, I knew fairly early I was going to be on it, so I did want to be on it to plead my case. But um, so in that way, I did want to be on this episode. So I've got you there. Well, Steve, you, you had reserved uh, your calendar some some weeks ago. I mentioned uh, I noticed on the Google sign up, uh, usually when the music stops playing, there's like a you know great gesture of enthusiasm. And this time it was just dead silent. <laughs> Not All right, good. we're here. We don't want to be here, but we are here. We have finished outside of the playoff contention. So we will dive in with our first segment. First thing, you will have your chance to talk about the, the moratorium, is it? Uh, talk about your season. What went wrong? Steve, would you like to start us off? I would. And uh, I like the intro, the finishing in the cellar, because a cellar is classier than a basement. You know, it's 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 I'm getting drunk down there, so it's fine. You know, it's a wine cellar. Um, What went wrong? How much time do I have? (laughs) Okay, um, I am going to go very quickly through an eight part answer. uh, Yes. Because what went what went wrong went wrong pretty quickly, pretty early for me. So I've had a whole season to dwell on this. So number one, the Herbert pick. Um, So I think it's very tempting to see this as a classic litmus test for, do you go with your gut or do you go with the expert consensus pick? Um, I personally don't think that there's an answer here uh, because the dude's entire offense got decimated by injuries uh, not to mention Keenan a few Allen. of his ribs. He's way but better Keenan, now than Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. That'll be my second though. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> hey, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think there's an argument there for, you know, Pat Mahomes was, uh, you know, he's safer, you know, certainly. Or Josh Allen, he's just like a superstar. Uh, J- Justin Herbert is a bona fide, gaudy stat machine, elite. Um, the only thing that stopped him was massive injuries. And then, you know, uh, Pat Mahomes, there were huge questions about his receiving core going into the season. So hindsight's twenty twenty. Josh Allen, as soon as he uh, fucked up his elbow, uh, 
you know, he started sucking. So I don't want to litigate that any further. I think it would be a little rich if people come at me with the I told you so's. Uh, but maybe there's some validity to me getting too cute with that first pick. Either way, that went wrong. Number two, okay, now that I've uh, deflected a little of the blame, uh, bad running backs. I The two running backs Ooh. that were going to anchor my team were my number two pick and number four pick, Javante Williams Ooh. and A.J. Dillon. forgot about that. Uh, A.J. Dillon. Javante. <laughs> okay, A.J. Dillon was my one pick that just blew. Um, and Javante Williams, you know, he did go down with a season-ending injury, but I, that at least has to partially go in the terrible pick category because – that offense was just historically bad. So, like, how, how much was he going to bring to the table? Uh, okay, number three. Uh, and this is sort of thematic, just follows up on one and two. Betting on bad offenses, uh, mm. either through injuries or just sucking. Uh, I did put a lot of stock into uh, the Packers offense, the Chargers offense, and the Broncos offense, all of which were terrible. So they looked good my, at the time, though. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> yeah, I had faith. Uh, I had no idea that. I mean, the Packers and the Broncos, especially. I don't think anyone thought it would go that badly. No. And the whole Chargers situation, you know. Enough said. Um, I did, however, bet on a, a few good offenses. Uh, the Cowboys, I went in heavily on, and the Lions. Uh, so that went well, but that also brings me to number four, uh, putting all my eggs in one basket. So those teams, while those teams were good, uh, when things didn't go so well, it just submarined my team. Uh, the Lions had a bad midseason slump, uh, and then Dak Prescott went down, which I had him, and that also severely impacted C.D. Lamb. So even when it goes well, putting all your eggs in one basket is a risk. So that got me. Uh, number five, and I, I applaud myself for putting this so far down the list. Injuries. Fucking injuries. I had the <laughs> most... I My team was going to be anchored by two big-time QBs uh, who went down in weeks one, Dak Prescott, out for six weeks, and two, Justin Herbert, who just wasn't the same after that. Uh, Amon Ra, St. Brown, was killing it, and he went down. He, he took like four weeks to get right. Uh, CD Lamb, obviously, he just wasn't putting up production because he lost his QB. Javante Williams out for the season. Um, so those are like my four or five best players immediately compromised by injury. Uh, so that that happened. Uh, number six, uh, the kicker issue. I don't want to litigate. This. <laughs> litigate. Yeah, yes. two games. I don't want to really. I don't want to you gotta you gotta pick kickers who make field goals. <laughs> that's, that's all I mean, I'll say. I'm not I'm not I'm not pointing fingers, just objectively speaking, I was I was cost two games because the commissioner fucked up in, in putting the kicking scoring settings. Uh objectively. I objectively. Yeah. I think it created a lot of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, juicy. Yeah. Uh, Interesting stuff. And okay. So I that. almost. Well, I'm going to interject too. I almost beat Zach 
because of a missed field goal. And that would have really, Zach was the one who uncovered this whole thing. And there was like a 1.2. It, it was crazy how big that rule change ended up being. But anyways. It has a, it has uh, added a lot of entertainment. I pride myself on being a bit of an investigator in this league and uncovering what the people need to know. Good, good sleuthing. Really. Thank you. Thank actually. you. Yeah. Um, but you, you, you ran up against the unbeatable machine that will never change. So, you know, the system always wins, I guess. Yeah, sleuth before the season starts, too. That would be helpful. (laughs) So I actually think that Steve-O's, because it was probably week, I don't know, four or so that I sleuthed that out. And I think Steve-O was already so dejected about his team that he didn't chime in. Because I was planning, uh, when I put it on the group me thread, I was planning on Steve being like, yeah, what the fuck? But like everyone else was kind of like, like Jason's like, commissioner's always right. Brennan's like, I'm not changing anything. And everyone else was sort of in the middle. And I was counting on Steve-O, who it actually affected, to jump in and be like, yeah, like we got to change the rules. Give me my win. And like he was just so downtrodden with his team at that point. He's like... No, nah, it's fine. I wouldn't have made much of a difference anyways. It was like Wait, was that the second one or the first one? That was the, the first, first one. one. That was, <laughs> you, okay. you just like right. let it uh, slide. Well, yeah. I think I was a bit downtrodden at that point, but I also tend to take a holistic view of my team and the season. And I just felt that, you know what, like if if this if this is gonna be the little thing that that keeps my team from the playoffs. Like, frankly, I don't want to know from them, you know, my team just, uh, so turns out I should have, uh, you know, just fight for every inch you can get as it turns out. Yeah. So, Cause you never know how the season's going to end up, like what's going to happen and like what ends up being a difference maker or, or what doesn't. One of my takeaways I mean, from the season is like every win is precious, man. Just one more win. I would have been in, you know, yeah. it's like, it's yeah. All yeah. yeah. It's like I mean, weeks. could I be, could I be any more like fat and content with like seven titles? Like I've been rich for a long time, you know, like I've lost my edge, I guess. Um, All right. Bring us okay. home, Steve. Yeah, just, just a couple, just a couple more. Um, number seven. And I'll take a little more blame on this one. No breakout stars. Uh, you Ooh. know, a lot of these problems can be offset. Like you can fuck up early in the draft um, if you just have a couple of like ringers late, um, your Geno Smiths, your Josh Jacobses, both of which are on Jason's team, uh, Justin Fields, uh, Kenneth Walker for Zach, even, you know, who, guys who just like come in temporarily. Trevor uh, Lawrence. Tra- Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, Trevor Lawrence is coming on hot. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I didn't have any awesome moves my draft is like solid through the like really solid through the ninth pick and then just nothing. So mm. you get, you gotta have to hit a few late, especially if you're going to have bad luck. Um, not bad luck, but uh, things happen, you know? Um, and number eight, uh, just bad timing, it, which is by that, I just mean <sighs> teams that I relied on going into a, a slump at the same time Injuries piling up at the same time. Um, as soon as I started to get some guys back, another guy would go down. Um, I remember I really, like, things are finally looking right. And then DK Metcalf and Amon Ra both leave their respective games in the first quarter. Um, I was, uh, I was, I had the third worst with uh, points against. Uh, I don't want to complain too much because <laughs> number one if you were here. 
I, I don't think that's a coincidence no. that we're, we're, the three of us are here. No. Um, but uh, so every, you know, when I would occasionally put up a good uh, performance, uh, somebody who put a little better. So uh, everything together, um, I think, turned my subpar mediocre team into a uh, drunken the wine cellar of the league team. So, oh, and an honorable mention, uh, Taysom Hill never popped. Oh God! Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, that could have been. A... Yeah, he uh, what? Eight. He, uh, well, he, he, he was a wild card that could swing the league. That's why I got three trade proposals for him. That's crazy. That's crazy. Everybody wanted him. Well, he's, uh, he's the classic trade bait guy where he's sucks on paper, but everyone in the know knows that he like could be amazing. So you got guys like Raph and Scott coming up to be like, yo, who says he's going to suck, you know? And I'm like, um, so that, in a nutshell, is a long list of little things that went wrong. And I'm done. <laughs> that was incredible. Well organized, well thought out. Uh, you've had a long arc uh, this season to consider those things, Steve. Thank you for laying it all out uh, for us there. Uh, we'll go with Luke next. Luke, what went all wrong right, for you this season? That's a good segue because Steve did have three wins, and I just realized today I was two of those. So, oh, so sorry. <laughs> My series of unfortunate events is slightly different, I would say. Um, and that I agree, every single week matters. So, I started off with a loss that was the closest I've ever heard of of 0.14 points, which is. I don't know, the equivalent of a kneel down at the end of the game. If a quarterback would have done that, maybe that's a rushing stat that that's all I needed. And Ouch. I didn't think much of it at the time, but yeah, every every win matters. And I had a couple of games like that. Um, I didn't even watch the Monday night football game that uh, Kelsey went off. Um, he only oh. He only got 25 yards. But oh. he had four touchdowns. You played oh, Raph yeah. that week. And I yeah, I played Raph oh. and I lost by two points. So oh. I thought I had that one in the bag. Um, that's bad luck. That's wow. that was a no go. Um and then yeah, I just played Steve two weeks ago and he put up the oh. most points in the league and I had the second most that week. Um but um uh, yeah, lost by five, six or seven points then. Jeez. So it really is uh the defense that you're playing that week matters as much as anything your team is doing. Um, so, yeah, I, I went back just to just to revel in my misery a little bit and see if I had had some other people's schedules. I won't name names, but yeah, I could have could have had a three loss season with the same exact points. Oh. Um, so that it just goes to show you that it, it's all over the place in terms of who you're playing that week and what they're doing. Um, so here I am trying to fight to stay in seventh place, I guess, at this point among you guys. Um, but yeah, really it was a little bit more difficult for me to like hone in on certain things. I actually hit, I feel like on my first four picks of the draft, I had, uh, McCaffrey and Jamar Chase who did have an injury spell in the middle of the year, which actually hurt me a little bit. Uh, but he still produced when he was playing. And then I had Saquon Barkley who, I thought was was going to be a dud, but he actually turned it around this year. And then 
Tyreek Hill was sitting there for me in the fourth round, and he's probably been my MVP at this point in time. Yeah, so, good draft. So yeah, I, I started really strong. I, I did forget to get a quarterback during that whole situation. So um, I, I'd say my big downfall was really putting a lot of stock into the tight end group, thinking that they would oh, um, that's right. do something yeah. this year for anybody, really. But right. tight ends did not factor into any anyone's games except for really Kelsey this year. Yeah, And I, I tried to get two good ones. I won't draft Kyle Pitts again. I'll say that now. Um, he's done done for me in any I league I ever that. play again. My God. Um, yeah, so he was my fifth round pick when I really should have been going after quarterbacks at that point in time. And then I doubled down and got Aaron Waller and he he's also a nothing burger for me. So um, yeah, I think where I, where I really lost it was just trying to get some quarterbacks that would perform for me as soon as i picked them up uh they would get injured i've started like seven quarterbacks this year from trey lance the jimmy g trade the jimmy g trade yeah unbelievable with bad luck i was gonna say luke got slammed by injuries he helped me win one yeah he he did help me win one week but then yeah he was gone the next week so i feel bad when i pick up a quarterback for them in real life because i know they're not it's not too long until they sustain some pretty serious injury. But Miles uh, Sanders was good too. Man. Yeah, I will say yeah, I was. I was happy to see your team. I unfortunately you didn't make the playoffs, but you our league has crazy scoring for QBs, right? QB score the top twenty scorers are mostly QBs, and you were like, "Nah, I'm gonna wait." And your team crushed it, and I like that you can still do that. But then you didn't make the playoffs because you got all this ridiculous luck. But yeah. Yeah, the ha- halfway through the year, I really thought that uh, my draft strategy had backfired and not going after quarterbacks. But then I think I had chances along the way, and it just didn't work out. So, yeah, I think also bye weeks. Um, I did have some guys trade, like McCaffrey and Wilson switch teams. And so when I, I probably had too many eggs in one basket for Miami, which is a good offense, but when they go on by, um, I, I got nothing. I, I'm like dropping good players to pick up anyone mm-hmm. that's going to play that week. So that backfired maybe with Philadelphia and Miami when they went on buys. I pretty much was guaranteed a loss for those type of weeks. Um, yeah, didn't see Scott coming. He he blew right by us. I was worried yeah. about you, Zach, the whole yeah, time passing yes, me up. Yes, and he's actually in fifth place. He didn't even squeak into the playoffs in the end. So um, he really hustled. I did. Uh, very <laughs> so, happy. So yeah, really anything goes. I got three of the top seven running backs on my team. Um, wow. I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Back to the drawing board next year, I guess. <laughs> right. And, I, and I, think two, I think two games over 210 points for you, Luke, which is like pretty. I I, I know we have a yeah. handful of people who didn't even top that number at all this year. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Most people. <laughs> a lot of bad teams this year. We'll get to that later. Brendan, uh, I heard a grumble from you over there, which I feel is your cue to, to jump in and, and yeah. tell us about your year. What went, what went wrong? I'll be very quick because I think we're running out of time. But, you know, I did the whole value thing. I had a spreadsheet of value. I think mostly it actually kind of worked. Like, Alan was fine. Devontae was good. 
the Zeke thing kind of worked out. Like kind of did. Pollard was great. Trevor Lawrence. Wide receivers. My wide receivers were Devontae Adams, wonderful. Uh, Keenan Allen, terrible because he was out uh. for 10 weeks. And like two of those weeks, he was supposedly in and then scored no points, which is never good. Brandon Cooks, just the worst. I dropped him. Nobody's picked him up. No, and like, I've not heard his name all year. Wait until like, we get to the rest of the people. Robert Woods. Oh, I dropped because wow. he was horrible. He's, he's on. He's starting on Pat's team. <laughs> what oh. is going on there? But anyway, oh, um, talk, about so, outrageous. talk about Pat's my, team in a moment. <laughs> my bench, Russell Gage, who had one good week, and I played him for it. So I sort of like him for that, but terrible, just Man. terrible. Valdez scambling, meh. and Gallup mm-hmm. is totally wasteful. So it was just like we have to start a lot of wide receivers and I had one, I had one the entire season and that's just a, a hole to dig out of. So that was it. The rest, oh, the rest oh. of your wide receiver core makes MVS look amazing. Actually. Right? And I dropped MVS <laughs> too. He's not even that good. He's none of them are good enough. You shouldn't be starting any of them. Um, and beyond that Kamara, unfortunately like had some good weeks, but mostly was like hurt for the first six weeks, had a couple good weeks Been terrible since then I should have traded him. I didn't. I should have traded Josh Allen. I don't know. So yeah, mostly the wide receivers though. It was just like you can't be that bad at one position in yeah. this league, and I was that bad. So yeah. Yeah, I will. I will jump in next, uh, and uh, I'll start. Yeah, I'll start with the points against thing. Uh, <laughs> like I, I think. Is there to, yeah. I, 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 I like that. It's it's luck, right? Like I scored and, 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 the most points, right? Like I scored points. the most points. I had the most <laughs> points scored against me um this is a i was reminded around like week five or six i was watching a game with steve and jason at steve's place and it just hit me that i was gonna lose again despite scoring a lot of points and i was like wait wait like this is a week to week game like this there's so much luck here and they both looked at me they're like yeah like of course it is and it just like i don't know i've been playing this game for almost 25 years and it almost hadn't occurred to me until like right then that it like Almost doesn't matter who you pick up. Doesn't matter who uh, you know your opponent has. It is how they perform on that week. And I doesn't have... matter who. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is definitely a story. Luke got swept by Steve. Lost to him twice. You lost to me twice. We're yeah. all in the same you know podcast because yeah. you needed to beat the other teams, not lose to us. Um, Right. So I almost wish I had like, so I, I think my average was somewhere in like the like low 160s, like 163, 164 uh, scored per, per game. I think my point scored against was also about 163 or 164. And I was checking yesterday and I think my point scored against might be uh, a new league record, like a new all-time league record. So it's like... Oh, it is. Yeah. So I'm it's like... Well I checked, yeah. W- when I saw that I was on that track early, I was like, okay, like things will even out, which is what I was hoping for, like law of averages and all that stuff, or they won't. If they do, I'll be in good shape. If they don't, and they didn't, <laughs> uh, I like that that was it. And, and that ended up um, really being my season. I could point to a couple of other things that went wrong but like i actually didn't make trademark um terrible managerial decisions this year like i didn't have a ton of like what why did you sit that guy you should have started him maybe like one or two weeks but like nothing egregious nothing that was like trying to outsmart the system as i've tried to do year after year after year it was just how the other person showed up i had like three or four weeks that were clunkers like genuine clunkers weren't going to do it maybe like 120 130 Half of those were in the first few games of the those season. Those are my good weeks. 
and then otherwise people just showed up. So that is that is what went wrong for me. Um, well, never then. seen anything like it. Yeah. Also, as the top point scorer, to have top points against that's like an extra level of difficulty. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. That's some insult yeah. there. I, that's some insult. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, Sorry, man. No, it's all good. It's all good. We're 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 here. It's it's all coming out. Uh, let's move on to how we managed our team. So we'll do best and worst managerial moves of the season. This could be someone you drafted, uh, someone you picked up on the waiver wire, or you know didn't and should have, or were outbid on. Uh, any trades you might have made, or trades you wish you'd made. Um, and you know, if it applies any start sit decisions that really stand out as being influential, um, there are obviously so many transactions that happen over the course of the year. So, um, if you want to think out loud and, you know, name a couple candidates that fi- that's fine, but we'll try to like pare it down to like, you know, either the, the most or like the one or two most consequential, uh, moves you made or didn't make. So. Brendan, you want to start us off? We'll, we'll all go around and do uh, best moves of the season. Brendan, start us off. Okay. Uh, I really want to get to my worst, but I'll start with best. My best, uh, round eight, round nine, Trevor Lawrence and Tony Pollard. They were much better than a lot of people I took ahead of them, which was my five, six, seven was uh, Keenan Allen, Montgomery, Brandon Cooks. Horrible. Oh, Just all disasters. But then Trevor Lawrence, Pollard, those were both top 10 at their position. So it was like, that was really nice. Damn, I Pollard was top 10? Draft, but, oh, Pollard has been unbelievable down the stretch. Like, I wish I was in the playoffs. I'm not. So That's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Steve-O. Uh, I would say my best wo- move would be uh, two draft picks and a uh, pickup that uh, represented my faith in the Detroit Lions offense. I know I said that, you know, all eggs in basket, there's risk, and it did hurt. But uh, Amon Ra has been dope when he has been healthy. Um, Jamal Williams uh, has got like a silly amount of touchdowns and is like surprisingly high on the top running backs list. Yes. Um, and Jared Goff, I'm a Jared Goff believer actually. And uh, he uh, filled in uh, admirably for Dak Prescott when he went down early in the season. Uh, had that midseason slump, but he's turning it on now. So uh, I would say that, uh, yeah, I, I just I think that paid off. So that's that's my best. Right on, Luke. Well, my MVP was probably Tyreek Hill. I got him in the fourth round, yeah. but I think that was kind of a no-brainer uh, in terms of best pick in the draft. Probably Miles Sanders. I got I was able to pick him up in the twelfth round. I was surprised he was there, and he is yeah about a top seven running back Damn. this year. Uh, nice. In terms of waiver wire, I was able to get uh, Tyler Lockett in early September. He's been plug and play right. for me, and again, yeah, a top wide receiver um, for seven dollars off the waiver wire. I think Raft dropped him two yep. weeks in, so yep. that was yeah. the best moves for me. Yeah, Miles Sanders, I remember, was one of those guys that was just like sitting. There's like two or three rounds of. Um, like muddled running back waters. There are, there are, are um, two or three like batches of it. Like there's like the fourth through sixth round. There's like the eighth through 10th. And then there's like 12th and beyond. And Miles Sanders was there. And he, at the beginning of the year, he was like fr- before the season even started, was frustrated about his role on the offense. And I don't know if it was subterfuge or what, but he was like, 
in an interview, he was like, I don't even know. They're not even really using me. If I was playing fantasy football, I wouldn't pick me up. So like, I just thought like, oh, well, okay. Like I'm, he's not even on my, on my draft list, but yeah, he's, he's been incredible this year. Yeah. That's funny. I feel like so Luke, your comments sometimes I'm like, it makes our league sound like a clown league. Like how'd you get Miles Sanders in the 12th round? What? True. <laughs> True. But, you know, well, he did. Only have, yeah. He had one touchdown last year and he's up to uh, somewhere over 10 this year. So. Yeah. No, he's been great. He's a village bicycle who finally was good. So, yeah. Um, for me, I think my QBs just have been rock solid. I got them at the 3-4 turn. I got Joey Burrow in the third round and Jalen Hurts in the fourth. And Jalen might be the MVP of the league. And so uh, it's just a reminder yeah. that like when your QBs are solid and you don't have to worry about them, you don't have to scramble, Like it just makes the rest of your you know, squad that much more competitive. You don't have to hit on everything. And so um, I think my QBs uh, really carried me the vast majority of the season. And uh, I'll give a shout out to the two big trades that I swung. Like that was fun as hell. And uh, Stefan Diggs in particular was really impactful for me. I know there was that uh, episode with uh, Brendan and Raph where we talked about who won that trade. And like, I think it's it's okay. Like I, I am okay if if someone says Raf won that trade, but Stefan Diggs was very impactful for me, and went you know I got what I needed. CD Lamb had a couple of good weeks. I got him late in the season, but um, they were pretty good for me. They both actually shit the bed uh, that last uh, week against Brendan. So like, there's that. <laughs> um, but it was also just fun. Like it was fun to make a gamble. It was fun to call people and and text and um, swing a trade. And so. Uh, I, I hope people start doing it more. I'd love to see that become a little more part of the culture of our team, just having like more even trades around there where people are taking some risk. So that that I would say, um, I would say that those were my, my best moves of the season. <clears throat> um, all right, let's go to worst moves. Luke, start us off your worst managerial moves of the season. Well... Kyle Pitts, I hate that guy. So, uh, <laughs> so I drafted him in the fifth round. Um, it took him 10 weeks to get injured and um, didn't give me anything all year. That really hurt. In terms of pickups, I would probably say Deshaun Watson. And it's not that I, I think he's going to round into form too late, How obviously, to do, yeah, <laughs> to do anything <laughs> useful. But I, uh, I picked him up with like six weeks to go in his suspension and he really clogged up my team. That was during all the bye weeks and that's a spot that I can't put on IR or anything like that. Yeah. And then it, when he did come back, he got me six points in the first game and I needed just a touchdown to, to win that game from him. So ticked off Damn. at him as well. <laughs> Damn. I, I wonder how many people I know I certainly did, but there, it was a um, common enough Google uh, Google uh, search uh, phrase um, like how like can you put Deshaun Watson on IR in fantasy and it was like it like came up as one of the automatic answers like <laughs> no because he is not injured <laughs> so like a lot of people look that up. <laughs> um, ethically ethically complicated I'll uh, I'll jump in next here um, worst moves. Yeah, I mean, I, it was part of my draft tra- strategy to wait on wide receivers. I think I just picked the w- wrong wide receivers. Like, I just, I, it's part of the reason that I had to throw a lot uh, at Raf and Steve to trade for those wide receivers. But 
started with Mike Williams, who was pretty decent until he got injured. Gabe Davis was dog shit. Rashad Bateman was injured and dog shit. Renfro sucked. Hunter Renfro. And unfortunately for me, Hunter Renfro was that one guy who was who I was like, I don't know why, but I got to get Hunter Renfro. Like, so I, I don't know if you guys are like irrationally targeting some some players year to year for some reason hunter renfro was that dude for me i was impressed by the uh right i was impressed by the josh mcdaniel stuff um the like Derek carr has always prior to this year played pretty good and i know they like they got Devonte and they were going to throw to him a ton but i was like renfro is such a reliable underneath guy and you know concussion issues team chemistry issues he sucked. I think in a lot of ways he was representative of uh, my wide receiver core. Brendan, you want to jump in next? I just want to say Hunter Renfro is somebody's playoff IR stash, by the way. I Raph, forget who it is. It's Raph, in my notes. Why? why? I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> but, um, oh, man, my worst moves. I have something very specific. And so Luke, I think, listened to the podcast and heard me talking talking some noise about Watson. I said, Jacoby Brissett, I believe in that guy. And he offered me a trade for Jacoby Brissett. And I turned it down. And I don't even think he was asking for that much. And instead, I started Baker Mayfield, and I lost. And it was solely, Baker Mayfield scored like four points. He was horrible. And if I started Brissett, would have won that week, I'd be in the playoffs. Like, that's it. That's it. Like, right there. There's other stuff I did wrong, clearly. But that one is the one that sticks out to me. Of like, Uh, I'm so glad that my... I'm so glad that my uh, missing the playoffs didn't come down to one thing like that. Yeah, I just I very much was like, oh, that would have won me that week. And it's oh, like oh my, my other – the trade I actually did with Scott did win me a week. And it won me other games too. I think like Mark Hollywood was better than – I traded away a bunch of crap and he traded me a bunch of crap. But Hollywood was like the good part in that before he got hurt. Yeah. And that won me a week. And it's like it's worth winning a week to give up. I don't yeah. think it was even somebody starting. For I me. agree. Like, well, I definitely should have done that, so – I agree. Yeah, that's that's it for me. That was the worst move. <laughs> so. I love how hyper specific that is. Yeah. <laughs> Steve O, finish us off here. Uh so it's easy for me to single out uh AJ Dillon as my fourth pick being the shittiest move. I don't know if it was necessarily the most impactful sucking, but just he sucks so much. He was just like terrible. He didn't do anything. Um there were probably other other players that like were worse for me, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He sucked. Um, another possibility uh, could be my trade with Scott. Not for my team, but uh, so uh, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but I just want to say uh, Zach and Scott proposed me trades uh, within literally two minutes of each other on the same day via text. And at that point, I'd given up on my season. I was a broken man. And I didn't like either trade. But I know people like when people trade and, you know, I recognize like that neither trade was particularly good, but every decision I had made so far didn't turn out very well. So I thought, all right, this might as well happen. Um, If Scott, I'm just worried now because now I've traded Justin Herbert to Scott. So I'm a little worried about that, but we'll get into that on the next segment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll dive into that next segment. So this is where we get to let all our bitterness out. As I said on the group thread, it is our right and our duty, uh, given how uh, each of our 
seasons played out, the heartbreak, the close calls, the things that just didn't seem to make any sense. Uh, we get to let out our frustration here uh, on these quote unquote contenders. So we've got six of them. Um, I'm mindful of time, but also like I'll say like if you want to like hop off and be with your family, like go ahead. Let's 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 go through these and kind of take our time and say what we need to say. Here. <laughs> you don't know me very well. <laughs> so um, in order. Um, First, uh, in first right now is Jason. Second is Raph. They both have first round buys. Third is Anthony. Fourth is Matt. Fifth is Scott. And sixth is Pat. Um, I say we go in any order, whatever order people feel compelled to. Who, who wants to talk about what team first or what team should we talk about first? Uh, I just want to offer a general comments because I, I tried. I look, took a look at these teams in anticipation. Of yeah, this, and I hadn't thought about the flip side of like, oh man, the top two scores haven't made the haven't made the playoffs. That's crazy. This playoff field is so weak, so bad. I couldn't. I was just looking through. I was like, that's why I was desperate Ooh. for the sixth spot. I mean, you might just win yeah. any of these teams. Yes, <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Uh, why don't we start? Why don't we just go down the list? I think uh, start, start at the top because uh, it gets yeah. funnier as we go down. Cool. Okay. So, so Jason. So Jason. I, I'll start with Jason. One of two playoff teams to actually outscore me. And mind you, like my team wasn't that good. But um, his QBs, Aaron Rodgers is still starting for him. That yeah. guy. I mean, and then Gino, which I get that he was very good. I do not believe in Gino down the stretch. So I think he's got a QB problem. Debo's hurt. I get really confused on like why this guy is clearly the favorite, but then you get to Josh Jacobs and Josh Jacobs is unbelievable this year. So as long as that continues and he's fine, but I worry, like, can you like Jason, I love you, man, but like there's obvious potential for your team to not do it at some he point. He just lost Debo. You have two coin flips. Oh, he did like, lose Debo. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny the the way I know we're supposed to go in on him. I don't even want to go in on Jason because he's like one of the few like le- legit teams to have made the playoffs. Yeah. Like the other teams are dog shit. Like at least he deserves to be there. Um, that being said, his team doesn't look very good now. Like Josh Jacobs probably isn't going to keep it up. He just lost Debo Samuel. Um, he has Ava DuVernay as his uh, starting wide receiver. I mean, this is not good, you know. <laughs> so my 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 one my one thing about watching games with Jason is that might be like one of my favorite parts of football season, whether it is Hokies or Commanders or anything that um, is related to his fantasy football team. Like watching Jason sweat through whatever outcome might happen and like Jason has suffered a lot of uh, heartache as a football fan and uh, my prediction here is that Josh Jacobs who has carried a crazy load uh, this year and has had huge games like I just think that like something is due there it's an ankle sprain it's a knee sprain he's taken a lot of carries Um, my like uh, tragic outcome for this team is this coming week when Jason's team is on his bye, uh, Josh Jacobs sprains his knee and is out for the rest of uh, the playoffs. And then Jason's team crumbles in uh, round two of the playoffs. I'm a bit queasy about predicting injuries. But, uh, 
I also just want to but, say Jason has MVS on the bench. So of my long, horrible wide receiver core, it's wonderful to see them sprinkled into these teams. <laughs> Uh, These on, wide receivers on the are not good. Yes. <laughs> AJ Brown, very good. Mm. That's true. AJ Brown is good. Remember, folks, I would not this, be this is the why your team sucks section. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised to see. <laughs> I'm, I'm buck. I'm I'm ignoring you. I would not be surprised to see Jonathan Taylor uh, go off on a tear and sort of redeem himself. Uh, I go in, I go in the opposite direction. They're playing Minnesota. Minnesota knows how to put some points up. I think if Minnesota jumps up to like a three touchdown lead, which is conceivable against Indianapolis, then Indy will be trying to trying to throw. I think there is a there is a, a scenario in which Jason's strengths are neutralized, and I think his QB. Uh, room. Geno Smith has has carried him the, certainly the first half of the year, um, but he's got Rodgers and Tannehill, and that's some mediocrity. And I think at some point the mediocrity hits. It's mediocre, but it's not the worst that we're going to talk about. No, no, no. no. So it's, 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 it is. It is. There's a reason he's in first place. There's a reason he's in Jason first place. Jason versus the field, you probably give Jason 50 50 chance against the other five. That's probably basically. fair. Yeah. Raise your banner, Jason. Regular season champions. <laughs> um, all right. Number two. Luke, why don't you start us off on Raf's, Raf's team, Brazilian Beasts? So he's got one player. He's got Kelsey, who I also hate still now <laughs> because he took it away from me. Uh, yeah, besides that, he's got Daniel Jones ready to go this week. That That should be interesting for him. He's got nothing at wide receiver at all. Right now, he's starting Julio really Jones. So that's... Yeah, that's troublesome. That's on my list. <laughs> it, this is not good, man. <laughs> good thing he's got a bye this week. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan, get in there. Yeah, well, I just... A, Raph swept me. I lost to him twice, which is part of the problem here. Same. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, his receivers are not... Julio Jones... There is definitely somebody better on the waivers. Julio Jones, what is that play? Why has he done it? I haven't looked at his like every game stats, but I can't think they're good. And then the Hunter Renfro mm-hmm. stash, I was I already mentioned it because it's just like, why is that your IR stash? Like, it's maybe is Lamar Jackson back. coming back. We don't that, know. Right? That's, a, that's the that's question. A, that's the question. And if I'm the Ravens, I hold him out. A, I mean, the Ravens have a soft schedule. If I'm the Ravens, I hold him out a little bit and just like keep him healthy for the playoffs or at least end of the season without Lamar Jackson. Uh, I mean, you know, Dan, Danny Dimes and Kirk Cousins are are okay, but Lamar Jackson's that guy who's going to put you over the top. Um, I don't yeah. know if the Ravens can afford to just keep him on the bench and like kind of making the playoffs. Uh, he could be back for Raph's first game uh, after this week, so <laughs> he might be okay. It's a big if. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I Daniel Jones up, sucks. Yeah, if if Lamar's putting up fifty, like this is how Jason loses, basically. Yes, it's like one of these teams, you know, lights up. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, again, Jason and and Raph are. You know, more legit. Raph has been first place the whole year. Jason just had like really steady season and kept on winning toward the end there. Uh, let's move on to third place. Anthony. Who wants in on Anthony first? <laughs> I'll just say that uh, he just lost Kyler. I think part of the reason it looks even weaker than it would have, the field, is 
all three teams we've gone over so far have just lost key guys, Debo, Lamar, and now Kyler. I yeah. mean, that's <laughs> um, where, where are the good players on this team? Can I jump in? So yeah. Anthony, Anthony scored 111 points last week, took a win out of that somehow. Cause he's playing another playoff. Oh, what? <laughs> his, top scorers, his top scorers are in order. Jared Judy. Clearly, that guy is just going to keep just tearing it up. On that. Right. He's had his one game this year. Yeah, right. That was it. Uh, Donovan People Jones is in number two because I guess he's got chemistry with Watson. The Buffalo defense. Uh, Najee Harris did score a touchdown. I think he averaged like two yards a rush as usual. So bad. And then his kicker, and that's that's what's carrying Anthony's team at 111 points. Like that is, I'm worried, Anthony, as you play Pat in a rematch. God. So ridiculous. Um, his his QB room just sucks right now. Like you, it's really rare to win um, in, in regular season playoffs uh, with the kind of QB room he has right now. Derek Carr, who just put up what was it, three points, great, and Kenny Pickett, who is concussed. Oh wow! So those are currently his starters. Um, his wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, just lost Kyler. Like he's not going to be able to put up. Big numbers. Mike Evans has been garbage for like under under the radar garbage for much of the season. And teams are actually starting to figure out how to stop Nick Chubb. Three of the past four games he has had under 10 points. And that was like the engine of Anthony's team before. So yeah, they're a different team now with Watson, too. I think they want to throw the ball. So, yeah, he neutralized that way as well. He's got Donovan People Jones though, so he's okay. Oh, oh he's good. Man. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's got the tough decision of Pickett versus Ritter this week. So yeah, his team looked a lot better twenty four hours ago. I feel bad for that. Yeah. Man. I am sad to see Kyler go down. Like I do like to watch him play. Like the Cardinals offense and all that is fun when he's there. But. It's always gonna happen. He he uh the way he plays, he always gets in. You know, my I feel bad too. But uh man, just yeah. All right, number four here. I think that's Matt. The other McFarland, the, yeah. the good McFarland. Uh, I actually like the. Well, sorry, I'm supposed to be negative about these guys. Um, his team quarterback vastly superior. His quarterbacks play for three and ten teams, so that's Oy. never a good thing when you got those studs out there. But yeah, his wide receivers are still strong. I know he's been struggling ever since Cup went down. But yeah, yeah, he's this is not good either. (laughs) Would you be okay? So Russell Wilson just put up his first good game of the season. I wouldn't be surprised to see like the ascent the season long equivalent of like garbage time from Russell Wilson during these last few games, where like he puts it together. uh, They score a lot of points, and it's like thanks for nothing, you know? Yeah, that would be going in the face of season long evidence. Like Russell Wilson has been trash like he's been trash as a franchise player he has scored uh what, what did matt say he scored under 18 points like a ridiculous like six or seven games this year like that's a that's a backup level uh out of a quarterback um yeah easy that- schedule cardinals rams kansas city again whom he just had a good game against but yeah. uh easy schedule I- as far as defense goes my favorite thing was that I'm pretty sure Matt was trying to lose this week 
Like, he wouldn't necessarily say it, but he definitely didn't necessarily want to beat Scott and invite Luke or Zach into the playoffs. Yeah, he, he had uh, somebody Russell score Wilson. zero points. I, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, Tyler yeah. Boyd, Russell, right? Russell Wilson uh, almost blew it for him. Because yeah. Russell all of a sudden scored a bunch of points. And then he's got the San Francisco backup. Like, I don't know. It was an interesting... He's got Russell Zonovan Knight. No right. <laughs> and Zonovan Knight. Yeah. I've never Very heard of Zonovan Knight. <laughs> Zonovan Knight doing big things here. Um, I mean... His running back, Swift, is on him. Good for that three. guy, yeah. Yeah. And Samaji P. Ryan. Um, P. Ryan, yeah. I don't know. Wow, shit. Samaji has actually been all right these last few games while Joe Mixon has been out. I don't know what to make of this team. Honestly, there's, do it. there's, a, little, yeah. there's a little potential Mass there. Team? Yeah. So, I think it's the strongest team we've looked at so far. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. All right. Let's uh, go on down the line. We have number five. Scott, what do we see in Scott's team? Justin Herbert, man, he's mad that Steve stopped believing in him. He's got <laughs> Keenan Allen back, and he's doing stuff. Oh, we're supposed to hate on his team. I mean, this is the worst team. <laughs> it was the worst team this year. I remember like six <laughs> weeks in, he was proposing trades, and it was like, I want none of your people. Yes, there were. I mean, yes, there were some. People, there were some people whose team I looked at, like just as possible trade partners. And every time, like, I wanted to give everyone a chance. And every time I looked at Scott's team, I was like, no, like, I don't want any of these players in return. I really did not want Mac Jones, but it was like, I'll take on toxicity of Mac Jones to get something, you know? And it was, I mean, Mac speaking Jones of lost it, me a game. So. Eggs in one basket. Uh, he will go as Herbert and Eckler go because the rest of his guys are a bunch of randos. I guess he's got James Conner, who they'll lean heavily on now that uh, Kyler's out. But um, I just uh, Hig- Higgins. I just don't see a lot of big names here. So I think his wide um, receiver room could give him like. T- there's a chance it gives him like ten points total. You know, like between Higgins, who's who's <laughs> been hurt, who's not the main target there. Um, Juju, Michael Gallup, DJ Chark. Like they they can hit and they have and I think they did. Um, you know, in previous weeks, but like they could also just all go belly up. And I think if his Wide receivers flop like he's cooked. That's it. He goes against. Okay, that's a good game. That's uh, the better of the two games for sure. (laughs) Against uh, Matt. If Pat or Anthony beat Jason, like, wow. That's Mm -hmm. that's a bad look. Yeah, I'm angry. (laughs) I'm mad. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. We're all limping to the. The finish line here. There's there's not much good in what's left over. No, nobody no. has quality quarterbacks. This is as, about as good as it gets right here with Herbert and Brady. There's that's nothing true. A wide receiver. That's true. That's true. And then oh. there was Pat. Can I, can I say one yeah, more? Yeah, thing yeah, yeah. Please. I just want to say the Brady Mac Jones first two QB picks. Maybe the worst two starting. <laughs> <laughs> it was unbelievable how bad they both were. So yes. okay, we'll move on. Yes. No, no, no. It's always fun to see someone get that longtime superstar a year too late. Like that is like one of my wor- like my worst fantasy nightmares is to pick like the Peyton Manning, the well, I did it with Rob Gronkowski. Like like to pick the guy like the year that the bottom falls out. And uh yeah, it's pretty satisfying yeah. to see that happen with Scott and Tom Brady this year as his first round. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> as his first rounder. Um, and then there was Pat. Hmm. Is this going to be the longest section? Go. 
Yeah. I was going to say, is this going to be the longest section or the shortest section of of uh, of this segment? He's got a guy that carries him. Mahomes puts up 50 points, and he wins. So Pat, Pat as a manager tends to be pretty reliable, has made a bunch of finals and stuff. I'm pretty sure Pat is the manager least equipped to deal with a lot of injuries, and that has now come down upon his team. Pat's not like a make-a-lot-of-moves guy. He's like a stay-the-course and he's got to make some moves. There's nobody yeah. left Pat do something. Brendan, that was very <laughs> diplomatic. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. Is like I feel like Pat dug his own grave here. Like I, when, when we had him on the show uh, in the very beginning of the season, he's like, you got to stand by your guys. And like Pat, I think, made was it, I don't know if he made the least moves overall, but it's like you can't just stay still all season. Like you can't not pick up anyone. You can't not try to swing a trade because then at, at a certain point, the talent pool – dries up and you like yes ideally like all of your starters stay healthy that rarely if ever happens like you have to be equipped to to plug people in to deal with the ebbs and flows of the season yeah you do that you're not you don't do those things you're not going to make the playoffs you know (laughs) pat did everything he could to not make the playoffs it was three three losses to end the year um and now we're left we're left with whatever it is we're looking at here He's still got like all his free agency budget. That's yeah. nutty. Truly shenanigans. It's Truly not just a clever name. Hey, but. I want to I want to look at his end of season schedule here because the points production was just putrid. And maybe he knew he was in uh, the playoffs, but two out of the last three weeks, he scored less than eighty-seven points. <laughs> That's so wow. embarrassing. That's so embarrassing. So much worse than I thought you were going to say. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Oh, okay. Um, any, anything else that we, we left out about anyone here? Something you're dying to mention before we move on? Everybody here smoked me at one point, so can't, can't <laughs> be too hard on anybody. <laughs> Funny. I think I lost to all these teams. <laughs> Funny. That yeah. beat me twice. God. I just think that... Uh, uh, I mean, there should be a big fat asterisk on the championship of this year. And I I just am amazed that Luke and Zach didn't make the playoffs and some of these teams did. Like, Kamish, I'm going to propose some pretty creative rule changes that may or may not be supported by the Google clap, the, the Yahoo platform. What are, you, uh, what are you thinking, Steve? Oh, I'm going to need someone who's uh, smarter than me to conceive of some things. Uh, so, but just to make sure this doesn't all, happen. Yeah, all I know is that the, this this can't stand. So, yeah, yeah, like playing two games a week. That's how you take care of that. <laughs> yeah, or just uh, that'd be you, cool. You get to pick. You get to bench two players on the other guy's team. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, again, I haven't missed a lot of playoffs over the last several years, but I also don't remember a year where the playoff field, like the the people who are still in it, just feels so thin top to bottom. Yeah, it is part that they also, you know, weren't scoring the most, and then and then they all got hit by injuries like the past two weeks, and you're just like, ah, uh, why are these teams? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, the top two scores aren't there, and the the two of the bottom three are in and it's crazy yeah. i outscored four of the playoff teams and i'm like the i'm the fifth i think highest score i don't know there's like yeah 
so many low scores. What what Steve said? I, I think everyone <laughs> but uh, Matt beat me. I think I, I played him once and I beat him, but everyone else beat me. Uh, Jason swept me. Uh, Raf swept me. So you know it is what it you is. Think all of these. All these playoff managers will have turned the podcast off by now. These are losers. Making me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we, we needed to do what we needed to do here. Um, let's finish it off with predictions. We've had lots of predictions over the course of the year. Frankly, many of them uh, contained Luke or me uh, in them. And so those predictions were obviously wrong. But uh, here is where we share our two finalists who we think is going to uh, represent each side of the bracket and then who you have as champ. So I almost feel like through this discussion, my like there's been a little bit of movement in my thinking. So I just want to double check what's going on here. All right. So who, who wants to jump in? I think it'll be Matt. Winning over Pat, actually. Like, Pat's team is sort of sneaky, period. Whoa. (laughs) I'm going to go. Wow. I'm going to go Jason Scott, and Scott with the theft of the century wins another one. Wait, but Jason and Scott are on the same side of the bracket. They're on the same same side. They're four. I don't think they are. Yes, they are. Scott's fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Oh. Okay, come back to me. Okay, it'd be a good semi semifinal <laughs> matchup. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Man, the vast majority of the talent is definitely in the Jason side of the bracket. I could actually see any one of those guys going all the way. Jason, the more predictable one, um, but Matt and Scott, just based on our conversation, could have some lucky weeks. I just always think that there is some extra momentum behind the guy who sneaks into the playoffs. And so I say Scott continues his dangerous run, makes it to the finals against Raf, because I just don't have a lot of faith in that side of the bracket. And I say Scott takes it. I say Scott's got another championship. It's two of them. I won't feel good. I'll go go Raf as well, but I'll go Raf. I don't know. I mean, the defense has been there. Like, yeah, he just needs two more coin flips and I don't see him losing Anthony Pat. I can't believe I thought Scott Scott would have been better off as the six seed by a mile. I didn't realize that bumping up to the fifth because of Pat's incompetence. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> it, would be, it, it would be poetic justice if uh, Scott uh, rides a late surge from Herbert, uh, late season surge from Herbert to the title picks first next year takes herbert who is the uh league leading scorer next year that's gonna happen i'm fairly certain of it now and i'll go i'll go jace jason versus i'll I'll pick anthony in the final because i'm not really sure of that bottom bracket i I agree (laughs) that the top bracket is definitely a little bit stronger and i'll have jason winning it all right, so we got he looks like Jason. The team right now. Luke says Jason. I say Scott. Brendan. Raf. Stevo. Matt over whoever. Ooh. All right, we all got different uh, Four. different predictions there. This is gonna be interesting. All right, time so will it's tell. Gonna be the one of the other two then. Yeah, get ready for Pat Matt final. That's who we didn't say, right? <laughs> 
Uh, gentlemen, uh, we tried our darndest. Uh, this was not our year. We'll see you in the play in the, uh, what is it? The, what's that, <laughs> what, the what's, that, what's that thing called? Consolation that, bracket. Consolation. I don't even want to know its Dad. name. We'll see you in the <laughs> consolation bracket in a couple of weeks. And we will be back, uh, on this show in, I think three more weeks to interview that champion, whoever it is. Uh, among this field. Thank you, uh, everyone, showing up, offering your thoughts. Great to see you guys. Good luck next year. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Yes. See you guys.